sit back, relax, and enjoy this great, great episode uh, that we have put together today for you guys uh, with Mr. J.J. Matters, brought to you by Jean-Pierre Spices, man. Enjoy, and God bless. So, guys, yeah, man, we had a little technical difficulty, but you know, man, great players, and we, we make great things happen, man. We try to make plays when we can, brother, and I had to make a play on the, on, on the fly, man, but I want to tell you guys, I got... Uh, a great guy here with me, man. A guy uh, I looked up to, man. A guy that, that that ran track here in Louisiana. He's a Louisiana home, and I want to say in Ruston. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, he he's a uh, here it is, guys. Now you got to listen now. Listen, all you guys that you, you younger guys that want some someone some history. He's in the all-time top ten in Louisiana history in in the fifty-five and sixty meters. He's in the top ten. And the all-time Arkansas indoor 55 meters and 60. Yeah, this, yeah brother. He uh, He's he's 10th, what it is. He's in the top 10 for the number of receptions in a season for Arkansas. Yeah, brother. 134, one, well, 1,500 yards. Yeah, coach, you think I did my, I did my research, coach? <laughs> and he's number, I think, 6th in the season. He's number six in the all-time Arkansas wide receiver list as the season stats for Arkansas, man. I want to introduce, man, uh, J.J. Meadows to y'all, man. J.J. Meadows, a Louisiana finest, a Louisiana man. Man, good, man, good morning, uh, Kevin, man. And, uh, uh, man, it's great. Um, it's great to be talking with you through this morning, man, and also, you know, just that Louisiana track and field legacy, you know, Louisiana high school Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, right. And that's saying a lot of things about your, your track, um you, you know, your track background, man, and that's something that, you know, I told a couple of my buddies that I was gonna have you on. Hey man, a lot of my buddies, brother, they still remember you, man. Everybody, bro, you, you don't think you do, brother, but you got some guys in South Louisiana that still know your name and you still ring bells around here, man. So <laughs> that's a good thing, brother. Man, it is, man. It's great. Considering, you know, that I didn't actually go to college in Louisiana. Yes. So, yes. You know, and just, you know, with the LSU, you know, LSU following, man, you know, South Louisiana Southern, as you know, of course. And, yes. You know, but also, you know, just, you know, LSU is kind of the thing. Yes, sir. And we remember you, brother. We remember you very well. So tell us, brother, uh, about the Tony Moss. Now, this is the conversation, and I kind of do my my journalism through uh, through. I kind of do it by flow, and, and one thing leads to another. So our conversation, me wanting to interview you, came up with Tony Moss. I had Tony Moss on on my all time LSU wide receiver list, and you and you chimed in just like the great guy you are. You was like Kevin, hey man. 
hey, well, that was my one of my idols. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me yeah. get him on and talk about it. So tell us a little about the, the Tony Moss uh, uh, relationship that you have. Well, man, it, it's uh, it's crazy because I mean, you know, I was I was just tiny. You know, I mean, even when I when I went to Arkansas, man, I was only five six, all the way to one hundred and forty five pounds. Right. And uh, so, you know, there were guys like Tony Moss, uh, Tony Jones at Texas, Eric Metcalf. You know, guys who were diminutive guys, and I kind of looked up to these guys. Well, you know, my dad was a coach at Northwestern State. Right. And uh, he was recruiting. He was one of the better recruiters actually in the state, in the state of Louisiana at that time. Uh, and he was recruiting a guy named John Stevens. Okay. Uh, out, of Spring, out of Spring Hill, Louisiana. Uh, he's also the father of uh, U.S. U.S. Open tennis champion Sloan Stevens. Okay. And uh, he he was a highly recruited guy, man. He probably could have went anywhere in the country. You know, my dad was uh, my dad was actually his high school coach at Spring Hill, Louisiana, and so he ended up he ended up signing with with uh, Northwestern State. But during that time, my dad was recruiting Tony Miles. He was recruiting John Stevens. He was recruiting another guy named Lee Robinson out of uh, out of Spring Hill. All the great players, major D one players, and uh, so. The guys, they came up for a weekend on a recruiting trip, and they come to the house, and they got all these big guys come in, come to my house, all these big guys come in, and then this little bitty guy comes in about five, seven, five, six, five, seven. Right, you like, who this dude is, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this one of the brothers, you know what I'm saying? My dad was like, uh, this dude right here, he might be the coldest dude in the room. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, the little bitty dude? And he's like, yeah, and I think these guys were going in to uh, maybe going into senior year sometime around. Maybe during their senior year, I think, actually during their senior year. Right. Then a couple of weeks later, uh, we go to Shreveport. Uh, and, you know, my dad was good about, like, on Fridays, if he was recruiting in the area, he would always start getting from school, and then we would go watch whoever was playing in, in that area. Right. So we jump in the car, we go to Shreveport, and I cannot remember who they were playing. I want to say... I want to say it was either Parkway or Airline, because I think he was one of the Bowser students. And, man, Tony, man, he just goes out there, man. It was like they kicked it off. He ran it back. They kicked him a punt. He ran that back. They threw it to him. He scored, man. He was just, and, you know, just from that moment on, man, I was I was, uh, I was, was a Tony Moss fan. Hmm. And then, of course, you know, as he goes on to LSU, you know, during my earlier, uh, you know, you know, by the time I was going into the ninth grade, I think I think that maybe was his freshman year. I think maybe my ninth grade year, sometime around, maybe a little bit earlier. So I think that's eight. I think I was in junior high, and uh, and so man, I just got a chance to watch this guy, man, just go out there and you know with all these big guys and all these five stars, and man, he was just you know I would just watch the games, and on Saturday, man, he was just be the best player on the field. Right. And uh, and that that you know that's. I knew right then, I was like, man, I want to be able to go out there on Saturday with all these big dudes, but I want to, when people, when people left the stadium, man, I want them to say, like, man, J.J. Mills, man, he's the best player on the field. Right. You know, regardless. Right. And, and, you know, but, you know, I think, you know, being able to see a guy and meet this guy and, you know, a guy in the same kind of stature as myself, see him go out there and do it at a high level, man, that, you know, that definitely helped me. You know, in my career and, you know, moving on to Arkansas and being able to play at the SEC. 
Right, brother, and play at a great level you did, man, and let, and let, the, let the people know, this is the third generation Metas, man. They got three generations of Metas that have went to Arkansas. Hey, brother, I do my homework now. I do my homework. You know, my uncle Tony, man, he was one of the greatest players in the state of Louisiana ever. Right. And, uh, but, you know, he kind of started that football tradition. And my family grew up in Hainesville, Louisiana. So if you know anything about uh, football in Louisiana, man, that's kind of my pedigree and my DNA comes out of. Yeah, man. yeah. Up there yeah, on right. the border, guys. You know, it's in the north of Louisiana all the way. It's like their town borderlines the, the Arkansas border. So, like, they, they yeah. can throw a rock to Arkansas where they from, guys, if you want right. to know that. So. Yeah, definitely. You know, south Louisiana, you know, you, have, you guys have y'all football tradition up there. Yeah. You know, you have John Curtis's and St. Uh huh. And, you know, and all those schools that came out of that. And then I think, you know, in North Louisiana, you know, I think when people start talking about Haynesville, and, I mean, start talking about football tradition and state champions, you know, Haynesville is going to be one of the first names that, that comes up. Right. And and Rustin, man, people don't know this, but Rustin, yeah, he, uh, J.J. ran for Rustin and he was a great sprinter for Rustin and a great football player for Rustin as well. And uh, Rustin has his rich history, uh, especially with, with South, South Louisiana with me. You know, we played y'all in the state championship. It wasn't y'all whooped us. But uh, <laughs> but y'all were loaded, man. Y'all had uh, you know Rodney Rodney Williams. Y'all had uh, Ramon Malcolm. I mean, y'all had some horses yeah. back then, man. So yeah, yeah, Rodney Young, Bobby Williams. Uh, yep. Ryan, yep. Malcolm. I saw a thing the other day that he was listed as one of the you know one of the greatest running backs to ever come out of. Uh, yeah, man. Rest in peace to that brother. He was a great guy, man. A great brother. He had his future, you know, looking out for him, man. He just, you know, he just just rest in peace to him, and he's he's in a better place, you know. So, right, and that's, and with Kevin, and like you know, man, it's just in situations, you know. Uh, right. People always ask me, you know, what happened to mom? What happened to mom? And I tell them, I said, well, mom went to Auburn at a time when they had Stephen Davis, yeah, James Prospect. Mon, you know, it's like you there, and it's three first round guys playing. You know, either have been there or came in with you, right? And uh, I mean, and you know, it's like sometimes it's like the NFL, man. It's it's not whether or not you can do it or you can do it at a high level. It's about uh, it's about getting that opportunity, right? You know, and uh, you know, and it's like I was like, man, nothing happened to him. He just came at a time to where, yeah, you know, they were got. They were really good. It's only one football, and uh, but you know he you know he lost his life tragically in a car accident. Yes. You know, years. You know it's just great to be you know ever been around those type of guys. And, you know it's funny because my dad comes from you know we were in Northwestern in Natchez. Yeah. We actually when I was a sophomore in Natchez Central we played wrestling. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Chief. They, yeah, bro. They was whooping people. They were the best team in the nation back then. And if I don't know, yeah. uh, you know, my listeners and stuff know know the history, guys. This team was the best team. They had about 12, 10, 11 guys that went D D one. Like they were the best team in the nation. They could have beat anybody, right? I'm gonna tell you what was so crazy about that team. I think there were sixteen, sixteen or seventeen seniors on that team. Yes. Every last one of them went and played college football somewhere. Yes. Now, thank you, man. You know, then you had, but I'm talking about oh, yeah. Nebraska, LSU, oh. Auburn. Oh, yeah, bro. Man, it, was, it was a crazy time. But also, man, honestly, if it hadn't been for those guys, I probably wouldn't have been recruited. Right. Time. 
Yeah. They, they start, you know how it is. Yes. Yeah. You know, when your school started to put out 10 and 11 guys, everybody's Right, right. Right. You know, they say, like they say, they say, when you ball, and they come call. And, uh, and, and that was the deal with uh, wrestling, man. They had built up a football tradition, a uh, good legacy. And, uh, man, if it, you know, probably if it hadn't been for that, man, I wouldn't have, you know, I probably wouldn't have got a chance to play at a high level like I did, just being as small as I, as I was. But, you know, I think we had built a reputation of producing high-level guys, and, and I think people felt like they could trust the film. And, and you know, I guess they say the rest is history. Right. Well, my, you know, I only got a couple more questions, but I got to ask you about the one that you always get, man. Why the, the, the Alabama people still hate you, man? But get take us through that play, man. Take us through that last play that y'all beat Alabama in 1995, man. Take us through that play and take us through how you feel about it now as being older. Man, first of all, man, it was just a hard-fought SEC game, man. Both teams... You know, neither team did very much on offense that day. So, I mean, the score was like 19 to 20, 18 to 20, something like that. And uh, both defenses playing lights out. Alabama, you know, Alabama, they got the, you know, they, you know, they. Oh, yeah. Defense, Alabama defense. But, you know, we had Joe Lee Dunn, who was out of, uh, he had been at Ole Miss, number one defense in the nation, a couple of times, number one defense in the SEC. And we was dialed in. And, man, we just kept, we fighting, you know, at one point in the middle of the game, it started pouring down, raining. Yep. Raining, yep. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was just a battle. Right. And, uh, you know, but it gets down to the last two or three plays. And, uh, and I think you know, we, we get the ball on the 20. They throw it to me. We get it, I get it down to like the four. So we got first and goal from like the four-yard line. And, man, um, we run a couple of plays. And, uh, and it, you know, next thing I know is fourth down. And we had a play that we used. And you know how your coach always had plays that he saved. So we had a play that really was a two-point. It was like we got in the game and we were down one and we were on the road. We had a two-point play that we were going to use. Um, you know, two-point play situation. And and my receiver's coach, Fitzhill, you know, he basically said, Coach, we got to use this play right now. Let me tell the office coordinator. We, we got ahead. And it's basically just what we call it. It was just a seat choice. And so uh, I was lined up out wide, came in motion into the slot position. And then basically what we're looking for, goal line, we know it's going to be man-to-man. Right. But if the guy that's covering me, if he bumps it to the inside, bumps it to the deep, uh, what they call the cowboy, switch it off. Yeah, switch. Yeah. Yeah, they switch it off. And now all of a sudden, now this guy is inside of me. So they kind of change my route. So basically, I could either run a whip where I go like if I go across the field and go back out. Or if he's outside, I was just going to push him outside and then hook up inside of him. Right. Or if it was man to man, I could have actually just ran a shallow cross all the way across the field, but we called a rollout, which took that part of it away. So basically, I had two options. I could either hook up or run a whip, and uh, they bumped it. The DB that was on me switched it off, and the guy was going to hit inside of me, man. So I go like I was going to go across the field, and I reverse out, just run a whip. And, man, it comes wide open. And uh, my quarterback was rolling out to me, man. He sees it, and he just kind of flipped the ball out there to me, man. And it goes, like, right into the ground. Like, you know, like like two inches off the ground. But I dove, got my hands under it, rolled over I look to my right, I see the referee, he looking at me, I show him the ball, those hands go up, man, and I just, 
I started running to the locker room, bro. Coach, we done. Coach, it's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Coach, I'm not coming back. Yeah, I'm not coming back for this one. We done. <laughs> to the people that meant a lot to everyone man it really did we're going to use this opportunity to take a little break guys don't touch that dial we'll be right right back we're going to pay a couple of bills and get our couple of sponsors some 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 really good attention hey guys we have some great sponsors and remember we can't do this show without you so remember guys be a part of the show Support Gumbo Sports. Donate at Gumbo Sports IG on Twitter and on Facebook. Enjoy the commercial. We'll be right back. Need to build a website? If you're a doer like Mark, check out Fiverr. Not a doer? Check out these cats chasing a laser. Nah, you're a doer. I'm Mark, and I like to get done. So when I needed an e-commerce site with all the bells and whistles, I went to Fiverr and got one. It was so simple. I just searched, clicked, and ordered. I know nothing about building a website, but all you have to do is filter by your time and budget constraints, and Fiverr delivers a list of amazing freelancers who can help. Hmm. Five-star rated, level two seller. Let's see her portfolio. These are some amazing work samples, and they're all within my price range. Sweet. And on my timeline, what other way is there? Brilliant. Now that's a good-looking... CEO. Stop dreaming and find your website builder at Fiverr.com. There's nothing wrong with being cheap, so go ahead. Be smart, be cool, be cheap. Download Clicker Call and save on flights, hotels, cars, and more. Cheapaware.com. Go ahead. Be cheap. I got you, Coach. Well, with the last one we wanted to finish off with, Coach, I want to give you an opportunity to talk talk to us about the uh, Go-To Guy Academy. And, um, you, you know, and Coach, if, if you guys didn't know, Coach Coach trains guys. But I wanted him to talk about Go-To Guy Academy, how long he's been doing it and what he's doing now, and also how he's going forward and pushing the future with his with his training as well. Well, you know, I mean, I, 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 uh, for the last 10 years, I owned a facility in Little Rock, and I recently got out of that, and, and, uh, and I was training all different kinds of athletes. But, as again, you know, my daughter was getting kind of old. She was 11 now, about to be 12. And, uh, and we actually moved to Dallas. So right now I'm doing Go-To Guy Academy. I train wide receivers and quarterbacks primarily, uh, skill-specific stuff, but we're branching out. We're... You know, I'm in Arkansas, I'm in Dallas, I'm in North Louisiana, I'm in South Arkansas. 
And, uh, man, we just developing kids. But uh, our main thing behind that, we say free tuition is our mission. And that's kind of our thing, man. We, we developing young ball players, but we also developing young student athletes. And, you know, I, I try to tell parents, man, I, I want them to make small investments in, my, in me, small investments in their kid, but it also pays off bigger dividends on down the line because it saves thousands and thousands of dollars. I like that, though. Uh, and, and, uh, but also, too, man, you know, it's just, you know, these kids, man, the thing, that, the thing uh, I think I'm most proud of, of the training over the last 15 years, is that we've kind of created a camaraderie, a brotherhood. And yes, it's, it was brotherhood, and yes, it was the few that keep this brother going. Hey, man, we want to thank J.J. Meadows for stopping by and giving us time, his great time and his great energy, and we want to bless him for whatever he's doing and all his future endeavors. But, guys, hey, man, that was a great show. Hey, man, join us next week, man. We're going to have another great guest. If you want to come on the show, guys, just remember, just hit us up, 504-233-2006. Hey, guys, if there are topics you want to, you can text us as well. Hey, guys, we'd love to hear from you. Again, this is Rumble Young Man Rumble with Kevin Franklin, also uh, with Gumbo Sports. Hey, man, we'd love to have you guys come back and listen to another show. Thank you guys for being a part of it today.